On today's episode, I have Vicky, aka the Aphrodisian Witch, a Gemini Sun, Sagittarius Moon, and Rising. Vicky is a priestess of Aphrodite, a magical mentor, professional enchantress, and no bullshit astrologer who focuses on combining the magic of witchcraft, astrology, Aphrodisian energy, and collective liberation. Vicky is a queer and disabled witch, which both influence her craft and business significantly. And they name their intersecting identities as one of the main reason they have been called to work intimately with Aphrodite. I just know you're going to love this juicy episode. Hello, I'm Melanie Bentley-Moore and welcome to the Mindfulness with Melanie podcast. A podcast designed to uplift and align your life with the use of astrology, spirituality and abundant mindset work. My sole purpose is to teach and guide the world to be the most aligned and best versions of themselves. So, if you're looking for motivation and guidance to live your best life and achieve all of your heart desires, then you have come to the right place. It's time to become who you're meant to be. Thank you for pressing play today. Now, let's begin. Hi Vicky, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Finally, we are doing it. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's been in the works for months. <laughs> We've been so back and forth like, hey, we should do this. And then tumbleweeds. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, life. Person. <laughs> so yeah, we're taking action, we're doing it. That's what we love. So my listeners are probably looking at this title and thinking, what are they using a seduction? So they're probably thinking, how can you incorporate them both? So before we get onto that, can you just explain who is the Aphrodisian witch, aka Vic? Who are you? So I am a priestess and devotee of Aphrodite. Obviously, like my uh, name is the Aphrodisian witch. I mainly do Aphrodisian witchcraft, um, but I also am a professional astrologer as well. Um, and yeah, I'm just at the moment, um, the way that sort of my path is going, it incorporates so many things. And um, I'm a Gemini sun. So obviously yeah. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I'm also a Sag moon and rising. So <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of Gemini energy in my chart, a lot of Sagittarius energy in my chart. And um, as my journey's going on, I'm slowly kind of uh, immersing myself in like the archetype of Gemini and Sagittarius and how well it goes together but um yeah the messenger let's put it that way I'm learning so much from you (laughs) oh thank you and it's like it's it's weird as well because I this very much feels like something that has um a path I haven't necessarily chosen it's kind of been thrust upon me um but I've always been really communicative so it feels cool to be kind of circling back and fully embracing my Gemini. Yeah, in your weird and wonderful, wacky Aquarius mm. age way. <laughs> yeah. And the beauty of it all that it shows in your chart, which we will actually look at later on. Mm. Um, but yeah, one thing I did want to ask is how long have you been doing this? As like, you, you know, you just said that you're kind of flowing into it, but like, when did it come to you? Like, 
oh my god Aphrodite she's one like you know <laughs> how did it come about so I've been I've been doing witchcraft for 10 years now so I'm 24 at the moment I started when I was 14 oh so um, then to start you so know. yeah <laughs> so I was fully into my uh teenage witch yeah uh like self uh living my fantasy and my witchcraft has changed obviously so much anyway and I've dipped in and out there's been times where I've been like I'm not going back to that and then I come back and the last time that I kind of felt disconnected was before I started working with Aphrodite and I love kind of Greek mythology anyway yeah. and I always um didn't really like Aphrodite <gasps> um the way that that she is portrayed in a lot of the um the translations of some of the Greek myths I've read, I was like, yeah. mm, you know, especially my 18 year old kind of like, <laughs> you know, uh, you can't be feminine and be a feminist and that sort of thing. Like very early on in my uh, political awakening. Yes. Um, and now I've realized that that spoke volumes about my own repressed sexuality yeah, um, yeah and all that stuff and I I basically started well I say like flirting with Aphrodite like <laughs> we kind of I was kind of reaching out but not really committing because so how did um, you reach out um what? initially I just literally set up an altar um oh. and I think it was for like a like a self-love working or something like quite quite generic and yeah. I was like oh see I at that time hadn't really done much deity work and for about two years it was very um casual yeah. <laughs> I'll say you know um it wasn't exactly a deep connection and as I kind of began to audit my witchcraft practice of what I was actually enjoying that is something that I just felt so pulled to. And I am not one to surrender particularly easily. Yeah. Um, but when I started kind of um, really intertwining Aphrodite with my witchcraft practice and not being afraid to like make my own path because Aphrodisian witchcraft is like just a term I have coined to describe this thing. Yes. you know trademark it, it. <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> it's <laughs> very it's just like and when I speak to other people about it they're like yeah like that's what I feel like there's no label for this kind of kind of witchcraft and as I leaned into it more and more the more that I um lent into Aphrodite the more connection I felt and um I am notorious for going full in and then dropping something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that hasn't happened yeah. with this. And, Good. Um, you know, now it's really difficult for me to see my witchcraft and Aphrodite as separate, or even like my life and Aphrodite as separate. Um, I bet so that helped like me into adulthood and womanhood, shall I say. Like, mm. it's really helped honour your inner goddess your inner divine feminine and all those juicy sexy things you know you just surrender yeah. into it all now through her yeah and I think like there's something so empowering about reclaiming that for like yourself yes um powerful. because oh it's it's so powerful yeah. and I think 
um, kind of leaning into doing it in my way has been so um, validating for being, feeling like, you know, I have um, in whole sign, I have Chiron in the 11th and I think it is an equal house as well. Yes, yes. But um, I have consistently felt like the odd one out yeah. and kind of embracing that and being like, yeah, I am the odd one out. And like, that's God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 exactly, you know? So the more that I lent into it, the more satisfying it was to me, the more connection I felt. So it's been like about two years of like very intense kind of intertwinement with Aphrodite. Um, And it's only relatively recently that my astrology practice has started coming into that as well. Um, And I'm beginning to see a lot of astrology things through like an aphrodisian lens which yes. is super exciting and it really kind of um i mean obviously with gemini and sag energy i'm like give me all the information like i want to know everything <laughs> learn, learn learn tell 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of throwing a very interesting new perspective on a lot of the kind of foundations of astrology for me so it's exciting and that's yeah. what i love about it you know I love that. And I'm glad, you know, you find that fa- that found that fire. And especially as a, you know, restless Gemini, you even said it yourself, you can go all in and then just like sack it off. But like you've kept at it and that just speaks volumes. So definitely keep going. And um, I remember briefly with, we looked at where, I think it was for me, we looked at where Aphrodite was in my chart. Uh, where was, she, where was she in your chart? Where is she? Um... I think it was in the, yeah, my business, she's in the second. Um, the asteroid Aphrodite is in the second. Yes. In my chart, she's in the fifth. Yeah. And I was that. like, oh, lovely. Like when I saw that, because, you know, that's only been something that's been very recently. I've started looking into that. Um, and that was like, oh, you can't, you can't make this shit up. Like, of course she's in the fifth for me. Like yeah. the house of pleasure, the house of joy. <laughs> like, oh my God, you know? Um, stuff up. <laughs> yeah, literally like it is, um, you know, and I think it's, it's so validating for us astrologers as well, because we know it works. Yeah, <laughs> but then when you see it and you're like, people. okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> like I am, I'm not like, I'm not crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what keeps me going with, you know, my business and my spiritual business, because, you know, there are times when you feel like you're speaking to an empty audience and, you know, you may not be getting sales and stuff like that. And you think, thinking, what am I doing? And then, you know, I'm going on Indeed, like looking for jobs. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Regulate your nervous system, Mel. Calm down. It's okay. But I always remind myself and just look back at my chart because it's there. You know, your my, my chart really does tell it all. Exactly what I'm doing is in that. So I'm guessing in, mo- in moments of doubt, because we all have it. We all have it. And we will go on that later that I want to touch on. But um, yeah, so in moments of doubt, do you look to your chart and be like, it's fine. Aphrodis, you got me. <laughs> yes. And I think especially for me, um, you know, uh, when I first started looking at my nail chart, I think we all go through, you know, we love some placements and the other placements are like, oh my God, no, that's not me. Like, absolutely not. That is so not me, you know? <laughs> and you end up realizing that actually it it is. Mm. Um, I think definitely um, because again, so much Gemini energy, 
I do really struggle with anxiety and I do get again Chiron in the 11th imposter syndrome oh so much yeah so I think having and this is why I really like pulling charts for like other things other than my natal chart like my business like everything you know a master class or whatever because yeah. <laughs> you look at it and you're like okay yep that's another chart that literally is exactly what I need the exact vibe that I'm looking to convey and you know it's just like of course yeah, so I, I like to kind of layer it in <laughs> yeah it's amazing I remember I said to my clients sorry one of my client once and I said you know there's in the past and probably still now they timed wars they timed political things all around the planets you know it's astrology the, the governments have their own astrologers but perhaps sometimes they use the en- the cosmic energy for ill whereas what we do we use it for good so we just look ahead plan around what's the energy that's happening in the sky at the time for us and utilize that get leverage on that it's not I don't like to use predictive astrology too much to like look ahead and be like oh my god this is gonna happen like, I don't use it like that I use it more like yeah. okay this is the energy how yeah, can let's I get align vibe. with that yeah yeah, yeah let's get by <laughs> with that not like oh my god I'm all right when people come to me and like can you tell me when um he's gonna propose to me I'm like girl no I cannot you know no, <laughs> I don't look no, at I it like that. no <laughs> so yeah we have t- spoken about that privately um how we're planning launches and things around mm. the upcoming astrology transits because it's true you know the energy is there use it guys use it mm. and you could be amazing like you <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite thing about your natal chart oh um I do love my exact sun moon opposition sun in Gemini moon in Sagittarius I think just that placement alone is so um indicative of who I am yes um I have recently really come to love my Venus in Cancer in the eighth yes um I think it is super kinky but like <laughs> oh my god I always like a soft way <laughs> like... I always think that about cancers like I'm a cancer rising guys you know whoever's listening you know <laughs> but I mean like I always think that about cancers like the people that I have met like you may think they're all sweet and soft but like there's a kink to them you know the sister sign is Capricorn the horny goat the horny devil you know <laughs> it, the cancers really do have that thing for them so yeah mm. um so it's nice that you have your Venus there you're a soft yeah. teddy bear but like she likes whips and stuff maybe yeah (laughs) you know and I think that's um that's very much indicative of kind of everything with my life my practice you know my relationships it's like I do like sweetness and obviously with such heavy Sag Gemini chart I need to be validated that like yes you have good things to say like you know stuff and I'm like thank you like um but I always like to have a little bit of like an edge you know and like shake it up a bit I do not like predictability but I do want stability yeah you know (laughs) definitely and one thing that I've seen from you greatly is your growth (laughs) and you contributed that to perhaps your Venus in the eighth house so you know Venus love pleasure eighth house sex energy 
And I think mm-hmm. you have combined the two. Because mm. when I asked you the other day, how did you get literally, <laughs> what was it? One, I remember looking one day, it was like 4,000. Next I checked, it was like 9,000. I actually messaged you and said, you're a liar. I'm not having it. <laughs> Show me proof, proof, please. <laughs> Yeah, where are you buying these followers from? I was like, <laughs> I swear I'm not. Like, yeah, it's been wild. Just messing, but yeah, then you started to talk about sex magic and how you've been manifesting that. And that's, you know, I've noticed that a lot on your Instagram at the moment. So please, Mrs. Seductive, <laughs> some tips. Yeah, so... Um... I was actually um, speaking to my partner earlier about this because I was like, um, it has been, I mean, when I say, you know, oh yeah, I use magic for this. I, my goal for the end of 2021 was 1.5K on Instagram. Yeah. And I hit 1.5K about um, two weeks before the end. So I was like, yeah, like this, this is great. Like I smashed my goal, you know? And I think by the end of 2021, I was on like 3K. And yeah. I was like, whoa. And I think I was trying to like, you know, cause I've obviously had a couple of people comment and be like, what have you done to get this grow? Yeah. And Lydia, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, like firstly, yeah, this was not the intended result it has definitely way overshot what I was expecting and that is what I found recently with my witchcraft practice that I do have to be extremely careful to plan for the thing that it goes over what I want so obviously um you know I do have to be careful about that because if I want a little bit of something I have to plan for the thing that I might get a lot of it um yes I think what I have found specifically with, um, it's only been a recent thing using my magic for like social media. You know, I only started my page a year ago. So it, it's, it is a new skill that I'm learning. Um, I found that layering a lot of different magical stuff in smaller ways seems to reap the best rewards. Yes. Um, and I also love doing my magic so invisibly. Like people do not know they have come across my magic in my reels, like in my posts. Like you are actually interacting with my magic every single time. Oh my God. <laughs> that is actual witchcraft in there. Like, so I think that is one thing, you know, yeah. so it, it never is a huge drain on my energy because it's small things frequently. Um, I decided to shake things up and do a sex magic spell to attract my soulmate clients. Yes. And it's not a working I've done before. Um, I used, um, a couple of drawing ingredients and it was really simple. Like it wasn't, you know, a huge thing. It's literally a very simple candle spell, um, using. Fiance. (laughs) Come here, you. I do not, and this is actually another thing. I do not basically let anyone else interact with my magic. I I have never done sex with Alex because he will just make me laugh. Um, (laughs) And he will make a silly face or something and it will snap me out of the zone. um, Because I need to- Clients, drink clients, come on. (laughs) Literally, and he's there like making a stupid face, you know? 
um so I have never involved him oh my god no that would be like just like a disaster I'd be like what magic do I not want to manifest great that's what I'll involve Alex <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah I literally just um used sexual energy to charge a candle with some drawing and greed like to draw clients on yes. it um burned it down and was like Let's see what happens. Here we are, nearly um, 10K later. <laughs> yeah, so that, um, oh, I love like, if, uh, I think, I did show you, like, my insight, like, yes. graph thing, didn't <laughs> I? So, yeah, it was about, um, I think it was about five days before my first peak at the end of December, I did that attraction of soulmate clients. And then after that, when the peak started to go down, I was like, hmm, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. But instead of doing soulmate clients, I just want to attract people who are gonna like my content yeah you know? Audience, you know um you know bring people in who might not even know they're my soulmate clients yeah you know and um I did a very similar thing and then I had that huge spike and I it was like um I had two days where I gained like 950 oh my god every day <laughs> um but I mean I have learned now um we're nearly at 10k which yeah is- so I've just got your Instagram up yeah, so we're on 9703. Um, yeah. This so, morning when I checked, I sound like a weirdo, don't I? But it was when I was doing the Canva thingy. <laughs> so I was looking. So many people have been saying to me, oh, um, because of your growth, I check your account yeah. numbers every morning. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I just love that. I love that everyone is, like, rooting for me and being like, where, is, where, where are they? As well, you know, we are kind yeah. of manifesting with you there. So, yeah, yeah this morning. Before I just refresh, then it was 9,400 and something. No, 94343. Yeah, something like that. Um, and now you're on nine. Let me refresh it. It's probably going up. What's <laughs> 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 in K? Joking. Uh, no, still not 703. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah so I'm hoping that, you know, by next week, we might be at 10K, which. Definitely. If you get 900 not a day. <laughs> but yeah, and you, you even said you're going to make like a three-tier um, three masterclass or something that I think mm. you really, really, really should do. Um, because yeah. I will be first in line on the wait list, waiting ready. Because <laughs> uh, that's something I do struggle with, actually, is the growth. Because um, I've had my account for a while now. And especially... You know, it did trigger me. I could be honest with you when I was looking at you and you was going up and up and up. I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, I remember doing a reading for you. Was it last year or something? And then how you've grown. And I'm just like looking at myself and was like, what? Like, is it something I'm doing wrong? But then I was like, no, use her as a motivation, you know. And the more you clap for other people, the more it's, you know, you, you start to celebrate yourself. And I know it's so easy to get like lost in the numbers and lost in all that, but like you can't help it sometimes, can you? Um, but yeah, it really did trigger me at first. And I was like, what's she got, you know, kind of thing. And we're going to be honest here. <laughs> mm. But then I, I stepped away from that, you know, the ego was like really loud. Then I was like, no, 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 no. Let's not play into that, Mel. Um, so yeah, I will definitely be on that. <laughs> um, because it's, you know, I can get very mindset based, but what I think I lack, which is bad as the Taurus, is like the physical 3D um, strategy strategy based as well. So what you was talking about is mixing both magic and 3D things together. Yeah, like actual tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than, because there's loads of like Insta 
gurus on there, isn't there? Like, follow my three-step approach to 10K followers in one month. All you need to do is post every day. I'm like, no, that is not in my energy, you know? (laughs) I cannot physically do that. So I was like, I need someone who has that strategy, but also with a bit of magic in it. And then I saw what you was doing. I was like, oh my God, girl, I need that. I need that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I got triggered because I wouldn't have asked you countless times how you're doing that and then perhaps you might not have got the idea for that so perhaps that's how it's meant to work <laughs> mm. no keep going keep going I'm, I'm loving it now I really am <laughs> um so from that I want to talk about like your journey as a whole I know you started saying um you started around 14 And of course, you know, it's been 10 years now and I'm guessing there has been hurdles along the way. I'm guessing you have experienced triggers along the way. And especially if you're Chiron in the 11th house, you know, um, your wounds are connected to, you know, people and how you show around other people and things like that. So what what triggers have you experienced your journey and who, who has triggered you online, you know? Who has triggered you but then made you feel, no, 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 I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to look up to her. She's my inspiration now, just like you have been me for that. <laughs> so, you know, along oh, your spiritual journey, what? <laughs> so many people, um, you know, um, I have only, I mean, literally in the last two months actually started to get some stable income from my business and seeing other people doing that and succeeding and having more than like their day job it you know was and even now I'm still not at a point where I can leave my day job that is the goal for 2022 and everything is pointing to that astrologically which is just amazing (laughs) um so I'm like it is gonna be this year I know that um (laughs) yeah and I'm and I I very much feel like yeah I can feel it kind of in in like my in my soul um but yeah and I mean to be honest there probably have been times when you have triggered me you know seeing you um living your most empowered life and really you know being like I decided that I'm actually gonna do this I really was quite jealous of yeah. you starting to do nail chart readings professionally because when I, we first met, I wasn't doing that. You know, yeah. I was just like, I'm just kind of, I just enjoy doing it. Um, and I think, but then again, then we had our reading and I was like so validated on who I am and yeah. like what I have to bring. Um, I do... Um, I did used to be very triggered by by people who were really on it with like social media. Um, And it's so funny as well, because I have been very mindful because this growth has been so unexpected. Yes. (laughs) And really, you know, wow. You know, I'm nearly at 10,000 people on my account. What? You know, that is, I can't even imagine that many people, you know? Um, And it has been really activating for my nervous system because it has been, obviously you have a huge influx of people. I had loads of reels go viral. Yes. um, And so many people coming in and making judgments of me, of my craft from like five second video. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, 
seriously? And they're, and like, did you read the caption? No. I'm like, yeah, of course. Hey, no. You know, so that has been um, very like a, a bit of a culture shock. But it's so funny because when it first started happening and I was, you know, getting all these people, I look back at my insights for the end of December and, you know, I had one day where I, I, I grew 50 followers and I was floored. <laughs> 50 followers. And like now, like yesterday, I think I worked out that I only got 280. And I was like, oh, that fucking sucked. I was like yeah, 900 yeah, yeah. last. And like, I was like, bitch, like fucking month ago, like literally one month ago, I gained like two followers in one day. Like, yeah. so it's so, but that's also been really kind of um, eye-opening for me of how quickly I latch on to scarcity yeah. so quickly. And obviously we are taught that by capitalism yeah. and, you know, the structures that we all operate in that like, there's not enough to go around, not yeah, enough yeah, money, yeah. not enough jobs. Like, and obviously that is true. Like these legitimate hurdles, you know, in our lives do exist. But I think it's just, it's been very eye-opening for me seeing um, that thinking moves so quickly from, you know, abundance. Wow, this is amazing. And suddenly I've got five times over that. And yeah. I'm like, that sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> who do you think you are? Like 10,000 people have decided to follow you, you know, this yeah. week. I've my account has been seen by a hundred and one thousand, hundred and one thousand. Like, yeah, what the what? I'm like, you know, so it's it's trying to keep everything, you know, kind of be real, you know, see the bigger picture, and obviously being so mercury heavy, it is very detailed, you know, Virgo in my 10th house. So I do find a lot of very meticulous energy around my business. Um, you know, and similarly, then if I see, if I, I have caught myself literally earlier today, you know, if I've put new posts up and they haven't got huge engagement and then looking at maybe a smaller account and being like, they've got way more engagement with me. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why is Instagram yeah. be doing this? Like, yeah. you know. Blame Insta, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just not even realizing that, A, the the way, the algorithm really likes me at the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously, for people who are listening to this, who might not know me, I have a bright yellow mullet, um, <laughs> which I will, hands up, I think act as a good hook for reels because people are like, that's weird. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? You know? Um, and, but similarly, um, I have realized that a lot of the people that say a couple of months I judged for being visible online and wanting to be visible and being worried about followers and insights and engagement and being like, oh my God, get over it. People are dying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and now I'm like, shit, no, I actually get it. But yeah. it's been, um, it, this whole thing has been quite, yeah, activating. And I've really realized a lot of my own limiting beliefs around myself, around why people are following me. Are they doing this maliciously? Why don't, like, yeah. people don't like me. Like, it's been wild. It's been a wild ride. I like, think having really your own weird. business, really, it is the best self-development thing you could ever do for yourself. 
<laughs> honestly there's so much work in a work that goes into it whether that's child work in a child work shadow work subconscious work all the works it really is and it feels like it's endless because as you up level there's new fears there's new limitations and then you're healing that shit and then you've healed and then you up level again and you're oh now you know (laughs) (laughs) it really is something new at each level that I've noticed um and for me it's all about sustaining it so there's a moment last year when I was like, I was doing really well and I was do, like reading for VIPs and stuff. And I was in my head a lot, like, it's too good to be true. It's I'm going to lose it all. Da, 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 da. And it gets a hold of it, isn't it? Like, you know, the tools and you know how to heal yourself and you know, you know how to calm yourself down and stuff. But sometimes you just cannot help it. Um, so it's all about like regulating your emotions and just catching yourself now. But honestly, I bet, you're just so self-aware of yourself now from doing just having your own little business you know absolutely it really is <laughs> yeah and I mean like it's it's like you said it catches you in in such unexpected ways I had um a kind of really weird download a couple of months ago and I realized that I currently view reels as shadow work which sounds like so 21st century to me <laughs> But being visible and um, being quote unquote cringy and, um, you know, I'm 24 and people are like, some people have commented, you're a grown ass woman. Stop doing this fucking TikTok stuff, you know? (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, I am cringy. Like, yeah, I am. I'm a Sagittarius rising. (laughs) Like, yeah, but you're still here. You're still watching. You're st- exactly, you yeah. know. So, I think it's I. It does catch you out in literally ways I would never expect. Um, and you know, realizing that I I have a habit of latching on to the one negative thing and kind of ignoring the 200 positive things yeah Um, yeah, yeah. you know why do we do that (laughs) yeah like you know 20 people will comment like this reel was amazing I really engaged with it like this is so informative one person's like meh and I'm just like can't stop thinking about this thing (laughs) and and it's just what I started doing, um, and this is one of my mentors, Luna Dietrich, who just can change my life. Um, they are absolutely fantastic. Um, one of the things that they recommended us to do to sort of build a thing of validation, but also self-trust is to start taking screenshots of like all those nice comments and messages oh, yeah. that are like, you know, you are fantastic. You've taught me so much so that when you're feeling that imposter syndrome, yeah, you can be like, let me go to my folder. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that has been amazing. And I mean, the wonderful thing about having all this growth is I remember uh, so many people make me cry with, with their messages. Um, somebody messaged me and was like, this has come at like the best timing like this my boyfriend has just split up like my long-term boyfriend just split up with me it was really out of the blue I've been in like the broom closet for a while and I've just seen your reel and I've like I'm gonna come out of the broom closet to my parents I'm gonna come out as a witch but also I'm gonna fully start like showing up for myself because like that's what you've inspired me to do and literally I was like 
<laughs> what? Like, and this person had been, had literally followed me. 10 minutes later, had sent that message. Like, the, and I was like, wow, if that is the impact that I am having from a eight second reel and a caption that I wrote sitting on the toilet, like, <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. am I going to do when people actually work with me or follow me for a long time or just interact with me in any way? Like, how amazing is that? And also now really feeling responsibility for actually having like a bit of a platform. Yeah. Um, and I've already been like speaking about like collective liberation stuff that um, me and a couple of other folks are going to be doing of kind of mutual aid and like grassroots stuff, um, which feels like it's actually viable now because yeah. I have, you know, 10,000 followers and now I kind of get the tools of how to use it and what the algorithm likes at the moment obviously they could just change it tomorrow and yeah. <laughs> none of the things that I would be actually good at would work anymore but um kind of wrapping my head around that and getting a bit more tech savvy and a little bit more social media savvy um whilst also breaking up with my phone which is an ordeal in and of itself <laughs> it's you know it actually seems like I can actually properly make a difference you know and especially Definitely. like you said if I can give these tools to other people and other witches and other business owners because when I found out a lot of this stuff about how the algorithm works and what Instagram likes it's like oh that's actually not that complicated you yeah. know a lot of it is just ourselves we're like I can't do that I say I could never lip sync to a to a reel I You're could so never... good at it like I think I've come like videos like <laughs> how have you got it so fucking perfect <laughs> literally bang on I'm like wow is she singing this <laughs> but you know it's just and even um like I have fun doing the reels I, I do them every couple of weeks you know I make a big batch of them um and then I add in the captions as I go. So I, I don't even film them with really like an intention of like what it's going to be about. I just yeah. film myself doing the Let's little See clip. what comes up today. Yeah. And <laughs> just kind of, you know, kind of go from there. But I'm also, uh, I'm really good at channeling my anxiety about the future into being really great at planning. So yeah. I also know that's not, um, you know, for maybe folks who, you know, uh, have like ADHD, like my partner does, he can't, he could not do that. So I'm also very aware that like, as a neurotypical person, I am in a privileged position. And even like in my actual life, I'm in a very privileged position to be able to kind of give over so much time and energy to, yeah. you know, a social media platform. Um, that you but, acknowledge that because there's a lot, I think there's a lot of people out there who are like, um, for example, you could have you could have gone one of two ways with that like you know you've acknowledged your privilegedness for that but then another side could be like oh yeah um I got all this growth overnight just by doing a few magic and like it happened overnight guys like come and take my course and I'll tell you how yeah to do and it. you can do but, it too yeah like <laughs> by now you know and you yeah. really, really really not like that um so yeah and that's one thing I, I appreciated about you when you messaged me about you know differences in your lives and everyone's life really um mm. but, but just being grateful for that as well you know really yeah. grateful for that and yeah. going back to your chart and Chiron the wounded healer is in your 11th, 11th house so not only is Chiron you know in your chart 
the wound, your wounds, but it's also your healing gift. And what I think is beautiful is that your healing gift is in the 11th house of community. Like you are healed here to heal the community, basically. Mm -hmm. And having that one message from that girl, probably from many messages that you get and will continue to get, like that is just your Chiron. Finally, you have acknowledged it, gone into it, surrendered to it and just be like, yes, I don't fit in. And that is my gift. Look how much of an inspiration I can be. And then coming through your, excuse me, your Sagittarius rising, you know, your rising sign is your branding, your hair, um, your outlook, who, how the world sees you. We see you as a teacher, you know? And I remember doing a business reading for you. It was before you did all your reels and all that. And I said, <laughs> we need more Sagittarius energy through your work. Yeah. And then you was like, bam, 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 bam. Reels every day. I was like, this is fire. This is Sagittarius fire. This is exactly what we needed. And it's worked. <laughs> it has worked, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you really are. Also, your mid-heaven, you know, your mid-heaven is the pinnacle of your chart, your legacy. What legacy are you leaving behind? And what I think is so, so beautiful about your chart is it, your mid-heaven is in Libra. So ruled by Venus. <laughs> like, you cannot write this stuff. And mm-hmm. your Venus is in the eighth house, the mm-hmm. eighth house of the woo-woo, of the spirituality, mm-hmm. of the witchiness, of the healing, of the mysteriousness, of the psyche. That is all you. And it's the house of sex, girl. Like, your chart, <laughs> you are so, so beautifully aligned to your chart. Like, it's not even a joke. Like, you cannot make this stuff up. And so, whenever the... um the trolls, probably men, 40-year-old men are coming onto your reel mm-hmm. because I've got nothing else to do but call you out. <laughs> say, give me, give me, give me your birth time. I will tell you things you don't even know about yourself because I'm aligned with my chart. It sounds like you need to be aligned with yours. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I really do love how you are literally owning your chart and you're just coming into it. And there was probably a time, perhaps when you first looked at it or something or Perhaps in if someone would have read it to you when you was not in this mentality, you would have looked at it and I'm like, what? I'm here to heal the community. I'm here to work with Venus. Shut up, you weirdo. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But now you, I, I, I catch it with myself sometimes. You literally just got to take a step back, look at it, you try and be like, wow, I'm actually vibrating at this frequency now. And it's weird, mm. but I love it. <laughs> and I find as well, like, you know, um, six months ago, I would say, yeah, I feel like I've really got a hold of my natal chart and how it plays out in me. And like now I'm like, no, you did not. No, you did not. <laughs> you know, as time goes on, every time you think I can't get more insight, I can't feel more connection, um, you know, or I think I've got a grip on how that placement manifests. And then you learn something about yourself and you'll be like, what so that's how that placement manifests like I thought it was that absolutely not you know um and I think definitely my Chiron has been um probably one of my more recent kind of revelations of how that actually manifests in me um and even actually for a long time you know I remember I had a mini Chiron reading with um Christina Farella um I took like a three-part Chiron lecture series with her oh um, I remember you doing and, that yeah. oh so completely you know changed the game on my Chiron you'll like, have to anyway. do a reading for me for that for Chiron Another. so good <laughs> um 
and you know I kind of said when I when I started taking that lecture I was very much like god I'm hoping this will give me some insight on my Chiron because I really don't vibe with it that much you know yeah and by the end of the lecture series, I was like, oh no, okay, I really get it. But yeah, yeah. when I had my mini Chiron reading with her, um, you know, she, I didn't even really feel like I was an odd one out in, yeah. you know, my, my friend groups as a kid or like my community. And actually it was through her reading that I was like, wow, actually that's what that feeling was of not feeling like settled and feeling a little bit like, um, you know, misunderstood. That yeah. is definitely like one of the keywords I would associate with that placement is misunderstood. And, um, and obviously Maya with it, that placement. <laughs> yeah, I remember you asking yeah. me and saying like, how do you think this is manifesting? Because I want it to like, hopefully point me on how so it's going to play out with Antares. Honestly, I've had so many readings from that. And every time I see it, I'm like, so I'm just doing some market research for my baby. <laughs> so I didn't actually worry about it because all that I've got in my head is like, he's going to have no friends. But it doesn't mean that. And I know, but I just, yeah, I get a bit in my head sometimes. Mm. So perhaps when he's older, you can have a conversation with him from that placement because he will need that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, um, he's pretty Aquarius heavy. Isn't oh my he? God, like yeah. Aquarius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so... That's even more 11th house. So, like, oh, yeah. that child was born to innovate, you know? Yes, I can feel And it. it's probably going to be really weird, but, like, you know, from one weirdo, like, it's great. Yeah. You know, you know <laughs> I am my own marketing because people are like, she looks strange. Yeah. You know, let's, let's click on that, like it's you great. said. Yeah. Yeah. And we're coming, um, I, I think there's a few, four or five years between us, so I don't know what it was Oh my god! So have, have I? As I left high school, you were just starting, kind of. Wow. Anyway, I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't know if it was the same for your like era, generation kind of thing, but um, in school, it really for me anyway. Like I, I felt like I did have this. I've always loved astrology and the planets, and I, I tried so hard to fit in. And it's not like I was a weird outsider or anything like that. It's just like do you know when you know deep down, and I didn't embrace that until I was about your age 24 when I went traveling on my own and that's when I was like shredding everything like a snake and <laughs> that's when I met my true self my higher self mm. but met the version of her so I'm still going but um yeah in your high school time um 14 you was coming into your witchiness man what did your friends have to say what did your family have to say you know oh. did you keep it what was what did you say? Broom closet was you? Yeah. In the so broom I, closet? <laughs> um, I have never really been very good at hiding stuff about me, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's you know my moon in the first house. It's kind of heart on my sleeve, maybe. But um, I when I first came across it, so I initially came into it through Wicca, which is like an organized witchcraft-based religion. Okay. Um, it's um it's a very new religion. It is marketed as being a very old religion. Right. Um, and that is how I entered it. And um how I did you, how did you come across it? Like was Tumblr. It- <laughs> Literally Tumblr. I wish it was like a cooler. Yeah 
um, more occulty. Yeah. <laughs> of like, I had an experience. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it was yeah. literally Tumblr. It was literally yeah. that. I saw a cute girl on Tumblr and was like, she looks cute. She looks yeah. cool. And um, she was like a hereditary Wiccan witch. Her grandmother had taught her. And um, I just became enamored with it. And it was very much, I, um, I grew up like, literally just in front of a forest so I spent a lot of my childhood in the forest and nature and it kind of put a label on how I felt about the world but my family are very um scientific extremely skeptical there is no religion um you know whatsoever it's very um ordered um we were not raised at all with any faith so it was I think it was a bit of a shock my parents were like okay do your weird little thing it's a phase it will yeah it'll grow out of it and um my the people in school really did not understand it because was you open with it then yeah Oh, like coming yeah. into school uh, one day with your broomstick like hi guys <laughs> literally like and you know I um super problematic uh white hippie phase of you know like I had at one point you know a dreadlock like the bottom half of my hair it was really bad it was not a good look um I tried to like get away and I'm being like full disclosure obviously I do not do any of this shit now you know as a much younger child but so much culturally appropriative stuff it's one of the reasons I broke away from Wicca is just because there's a lot of stuff that just wasn't really meant I, it wasn't for me and anyway, um, kind of thing. I did it anyway and yeah. admittedly um you know this was what books they still say a lot of the shit now this was I was self-taught you know yeah. and obviously as you get older and you interact with different people and different perspectives and more you know wise people um and you kind of get to grips with how that shit is not okay mm-hmm. um and but yeah, I so I was very overt about it. I was fully um probably not even in an actual like legitimate capacity. I wanted to be a witch, probably more for like the aesthetics, to be honest. And then yeah. actually when I started looking into it, I was like, shit, this actually stuff is actually kind of cool, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we found here then. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and now we're 10 years on of kind of going through my practice, there was, you know, when I started. I, there is no way I would think that this is what my practice would look like. There is no way I'd think this would be my, my fucking business. Like, I know. <laughs> you know? Um, but so. like last, um, last spring equinox, so March 20th last year, so beginning of Aries season, mm-hmm. um, I wrote a letter to myself and I haven't opened it yet, but I, uh. um, it was like my, my, my intentions, the seeds that I was planting for the next sort of, until the next one, this one, yeah. 2022. Um, and I know I wrote in there, um, you know, that I wanted my business and my Aphrodite practice and my witchcraft practice to be more intertwined. Yeah. Which obviously this was way before I was the Aphrodisian witch. I was rad girl designed. There was nothing really about Aphrodite. It was a little bit witchy, but not even really that witchy. Um, and I wanted a community where I could learn and I could teach yeah and I filled it with seeds <clears throat> and lavender and petals and all these delicious things I why don't you do um, sorry just on the seat before I forget 
you know, at, you know, we love masterclasses. Why don't you do like a um, new astrological year intention setting masterclass around? I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be um, you- because my my course, the opening ceremony, is on um, March twentieth. Yeah, so we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm probably gonna record me actually opening and reading the letter, oh. and then I'm gonna be like, I did this shit last year. You know, I you covered like the outside. I've changed like, a lot. I Look, think looking well, back, yes and is she no. a different version. Like, are you more like, oh my god, who is she? Are you more like still kind of there, but I um, it does feel like forever ago that I was that person, but I feel a lot of tenderness for who I was at that point because I really don't think I knew my capabilities. Yes, um, and it is. I'm sure I will find it very naive when I read that letter back that I'll go you have no clue how this is going to come through you know Uh (laughs) um but yeah I covered the envelope with like loads of aphrodisian pictures uh that I found on pinterest and stuff and then I just literally put it away in a drawer and forgot about it and then I came across it um and I wrote the intention on the outside okay I came across it about two months ago and I was like oh my god that has literally become so true way more true yeah. at this point I had not even thought that literally would be rebranding to the aphrodisian witch exactly like this is uh, what you asked for this is what you're gonna get like so much more <laughs> so much more like things you can never even imagine mm. at all <laughs> what was your very first spell that you casted is that a right term or we're just doing it movies <laughs> I so I like your really first intentional one like let, let's let's see if this shit works kind of thing you know so I actually took a really long time to actually do a spell literally all this all the advice I give to beginners is like you just have to do it and people are like yeah that's easy for you to say and I'm like Mm-mm. <laughs> I called myself a witch for a full year before I actually did a spell was you scared um terrified terrified I felt like I would I would yeah mess something up I would hit someone someone. die (laughs) yeah literally and like you know I get people in my dms all my time all the time being like I'm really worried about doing something because I'm worried I'm gonna hurt someone and I'm like first of all what spells are you throwing that you think you're gonna kill someone like (laughs) they're like no I just want to do a confidence spell for myself and I'm like you'll be fine like What's the worst that's going to happen? It doesn't come true. But like, sorry, that's not really how magic works. This works on a subconscious level, you know? Mm -hmm. If you are setting time aside for a ritual and you're going in with the intention of this ritual is going to give me more compassion for myself, you know? I've been really harsh with myself. I need to hold myself with a bit of love. Subconsciously, your brain is not going to go, oh yeah, well, that didn't work. That didn't manifest, like this is not just playing out in the physical realm. This is shit that goes deep, you know? So I'm like, what is the worst that's going to happen? You're not going to leave feeling more shit about yourself. That's not going to happen, you know? Um, At the very worst, you will not have any change. But unfortunately, I'm sort of like, if you go into it with that intention and fully believing in your inherent power and magic, you're not gonna fail. And this is why like I teach people, you know, to really kind of break free of like the shoulds. I need to be doing this. I can't do that. Um, I need to be doing that. I'm only a beginner. Oh, I hate that. I'm a baby witch. No, you're not. 
Yeah. You're not a baby witch because a baby needs people to do things for them. Like <laughs> you're not a baby. <laughs> you're you're a full you're a full grown person who is fucking magical and powerful. And like, you don't need me to teach you how to do this stuff. You don't need me to hold your hand. I'm more than happy to, but you can't rely on me holding your hand. And that is like the hardest lesson I think to overcome as someone who's just starting their witchcraft journey is to actually kind of, you obviously listen to other people around you, don't stay in your bubble, but you also have to kind of put your own authority pretty high up the list yeah you know (laughs) and people don't you know and this is especially with this huge growth on my account I keep telling people like I do not have the answers I am not (laughs) someone who is going to make you a witch I am not the beat I'm not like an oracle for you to tell you whether you're going to succeed in this like you don't need me you know and I say to people you know when I've had folks message me about my course um, do I need this course? No, you don't need this course. Why would I tell you that? I'm not going to tell you need this course. I'm yes, not going to tell you need to. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you need to follow me because that's not true. Mm. You know, because you can do this shit yourself. I did. I didn't start my witchcraft journey with a mentor. It does make it a lot quicker. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know? And it would be great if I had someone to be like, yeah, maybe just like first five years what you were doing just don't do that that's yeah. like you know there's a reason it wasn't working stop trying the same thing <laughs> but I think it's um so I think the question was what was my first spell I can't even remember like I remember would you like shaking doing- oh my oh I was terrified I was so scared and also I was like you know 15 at my parents house um, feeling like if they came in, it would be so embarrassing and so cringy. They would see me like praying. Oh my God, like that's so embarrassing. So it was also like not even really feeling the spell because I was so worried about someone coming in. Yeah. Um, and because my parents, uh, my whole family uh, were not particularly tender people, we are quite uh, to the point and blunt. Yeah. I would just straight up get laughed at. And um, obviously Chiron and the 11th, that is so triggering. I like people laughing with me with a heavy sag. I want people laughing with me, not, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so I can't even remember the spell. I remember afterwards being pissed that it didn't do anything. Yeah. But that's because literally I was just going through the motions, reading a spell out of a book that I had no attachment to, had no clue how it worked. It's good um, that you still kept going though. You know, there must be something, yeah. there must have been something within you like, keep going, even though you would have, oh, it didn't work, bullshit mm. this kind of thing. And then <laughs> I went through a phase of doing spells for everything, like every single thing, you know, which is also not the way you want to go either. Yeah. Um, and I mean, now spell work is so rare. I have well I mean I did that one in like about mid-December with uh attracting soulmate clients I did the other one but just for attracting people and I've done one since then so that's like three in the last like two months yeah like rather than three every day (laughs) yeah and that's very much what I was like I'd be like okay um I do a daily practice so I do a spell every day that's just stupid that's just like making food even though you're not hungry like 
and just constantly making more and more food. It's like, you're never going to be able to eat all this food. You don't even want it, you know? So for me, you know, witchcraft is, you could be a witch and not ever do a spell, in my opinion. You know, I don't think uh, doing spells is what makes witchcraft. I think uh, we're all witches. That's the first thing. Singing happy birthday and blowing out a candle that is like the most occult shit ever. Like the most basic occult that. stuff. Make a wish. You know? Yeah, make a wish. Don't tell anyone your wish or it won't yeah. come true. Like that that's witchcraft. So yeah. You know? Um, you know, the Catholic Church is so occulty. You know, the incense and the robes and the ceremony. Like yeah. we consistently interact with witchcraft on a daily basis, whether you realize it or not you know, um, for a really long time, you know, people had no clue how like mushrooms grew. It was weird, you know, we don't know there's the, these mushroom uh, mycelium networks under our feet. We didn't have, you know, like stuff to see it. Yeah. We, there is stuff happening that we know how it works now scientifically that a hundred years ago we did not. And mm-hmm. I fully believe that in a hundred years there'll be things that I describe as magic that they'll be like that's not magic that's science you know so I think it's very much witchcraft is like something that you are something that you embody um of moving through the world from a position of the witch which is to essentially protect and empower the planet and the marginalized that is literally a witch and using you know manipulating energy in whatever way that is yes to enact your will that is all witchcraft is that's all magic is it is intention plus action you know your your will plus action equals result putting it towards something you know so and obviously people can choose the label of the witch if they want to some people be like i don't want to call myself that and that's fine but you know, I have a lot of people saying, how did you know you were a witch? You know, uh, do I have to be descended from a witch? And I'm like, no, Does my mom, but... mom, grandma, da, 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 da. I'll have to be witch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but also, have you seen the way that like mothers and caretakers look after babies? Like singing a baby a lullaby is witchcraft. Crossing your fingers and hoping that baby doesn't wake up is witchcraft. <laughs> like, so you know, true. like even witchcraft that, you know, Uh, people produce their own food to feed their babies you know I said to you earlier you grew that child (laughs) that is witchcraft what the hell you are one person and you grew another person I did like that doesn't sound real you know so it's all magic it's all magic and it's all witchcraft and we're all witches so why do you think it's had such a um a negative connotation attached to it so I think there, I, there are so many reasons. I, I mean, which is evil. Yeah. So obviously you green have. Green noses. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, and I mean, a lot of the fear of witches comes from uh, fear of like black indigenous people of color. Yeah. Um, comes from anti-Semitism, comes from misogyny. Um, I think there are not many systems that are in play at the moment and have been in play in history that are empowering of witchcraft, particularly, you know? Um, 
for people who were raised and conditioned as like women and girls, witchcraft was seen as a vessel of like female empowerment. So of yeah. course, for the patriarchy, you don't want women to be empowered because that's 50% of the population, you mm -hmm. know? And if, if, especially obviously we are still interacting with this stuff now, but in a historical sense, this is much more obvious. If 50% of the population decided to say, actually, no, we're not going to do these trivial jobs. We're not going to be treated like shit. We're going to take that power back. Our innate magic. Yeah. That is dangerous. I that think is we're heading dangerous. there, though. We are heading Absolutely. that way. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it part is. Of that. <laughs> yeah, and it feels, like, really cool to be kind of part of that network, you know. But I think currently a lot of the kind of witchcraft worry does come from racism it comes from a fear of traditional folk magic yeah. um in the uk we have a we have a particularly interesting dynamic because there is this very big fear of particular pagan celtic stuff mm -hmm. um you know we've got films like the wicker man you know which is very occulty and very focuses on the on the pagan folk traditions um, but similarly, in a religious sense, it made sense for the church to actively not want people to practice their folk traditions and instead practice Christianity. Yes. So what's the best way to do that to demonize it? You know, mm -hmm. you can't just tell people don't do that and do this instead. But you can tell people if you do that, you're going to be condemned, you know, yeah. eternal damnation or whatever. Um, and I think also it strips the working class and the general populace of that power you know it disempowers us um so and this is why i always say like witchcraft is inherently political whether people want it to be or not like and especially because the people who tend to practice witchcraft tend to be marginalized themselves you know yeah. so our existence is political our very being every single thing I do as a queer and disabled person you know I'm currently questioning whether I might be a non-binary woman mm -hmm. so there's also an added le level of sort of gender confusion at the moment me being here me interacting me, me making money you know on the internet as a chronically ill person as a queer person as a poly person that's radical and that is political. And I think that is why there needs to be more marginalized voices who partake in witchcraft, because the reason why a lot of us come to this path is because of marginalization, because we felt, in, you know, without power, you know? Yeah. So I think um, there's so many um, systems at play and it's difficult to sort of pinpoint and go, oh yeah, it's, um, you know, it's religious, you know issues or oh it's you know misogyny it's like all of these interweaving things come together to cement this fear of essentially people taking their power into their own hands that's what that's, it is and that's what it is been told, we're not magical we're not this we're not that but if you're listening you are <laughs> yeah. <Only> because <laughs> because what would that benefit these systems of oppression if we were told that we had the power to change are you know the systems around us to an extent we're yeah. not gonna like be like yes you know oh you've been oppressed by the system you just need to be more positive like no that's not <laughs> obviously what we're saying 
Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't serve the system well. Empowerment doesn't sell well, you know? We are getting to that point, you know, marketing tends to focus on lack. You don't have this, you're not young enough, you're not thin enough, you're not white enough, you're not able-bodied enough. Like, we rarely are told like, no, you are enough because it's playing on human psychology of wanting security and being yeah. afraid of scarcity. So that's what we latch on to. Um, but you know, this shit, it, it, it just connects to everything, politics, you know, race, gender, history, government, everything, you know, everything. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, people shouldn't underestimate it. Definitely not. Yeah. And I'm sure you will be covering the true power and potential in your 12 week, is it? 12 week course? Yes. Yeah. My, um, so it's a three month, um, like magical group mentorship with like classes and uh, like live classes, audio masterclasses, video masterclasses. I'm throwing everything I can in there because I just <laughs> want to be super generous with it. Um, but then it also has six months of community as well to sort of like start building those magical networks. So it's called Rosewitch Coven. Mm -hmm. um, and it is opening officially for enrollment on the 4th of February. And it's gonna be open for like a month. So it's okay. gonna be a while. Um, but obviously if folks are listening to this after that, there is gonna be more cohorts. So um, feel free to drop me a message if that sounds cool. <laughs> um, but we're gonna be doing like some Venusian astrology. We're gonna have a Venusian astrology class. I'm going to do an audio masterclass on Chiron, I think, and like yes. transmuting trauma in and like alchemizing it um, and kind of bringing in all these different layers. So it's going to be fun. I've got um, seven people have enrolled. So oh, that's so good. So Bless you. <laughs> that is um, amazing. It feels really cool so good. that seven people want to spend like three months like taking in my magic like wow I'm like really are you sure like <laughs> I'll pay you what was I gonna say um oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now okay yes so someone goes into your course who are they once it's finished I would say so, that little miss, um, little miss curious yes absolutely like might I be talking about myself <laughs> and by the so, end of 12 weeks how was she evolved? I would say yeah at the end of 12 weeks I would say that the person who comes into the course leaves I think a lot of people know their magic but they leave fully feeling like they are that magical person um I want people to leave the container actually like uh, knowing some legitimate theory about how magic works um because I truly think if you give people the raw ingredients that then they can like go away and build what they want so people are going to have a huge knowledge base anyway because obviously Gemini Sagittarius I'm just like let me give you all of the information you will ever need to know about this thing yeah um but I also think that folks are going to leave the container feeling a lot more empowered about their place in the magical community mm -hmm. and their own unique gifts that they actually have, how they can transmute that in community with other witches and in community with other magical souls and how to really tap into like that mycelium network of magic, how we can truly 
um, use our privileges, our platforms and our innate magic to actually make like a fucking difference. But <laughs> I want folks to come away with it, having the tools to be able to have a more like pleasurable and abundant and creative practice but ultimately life as well and I really think that folks are gonna leave this container feeling like their whole life is infused with this like aphrodisian sensual energy cosmic goodness <laughs> you know and they're really going to be able to come away with a practice that feels like they look at it and they're like yeah of course that's mine like that's so me yeah. Um, and really being unable to kind of separate like their um, practice from their life. I think that is, that's the goal. And I think I'm really passionate about giving people so many different formats to learn the shit through and loads of different vantage points. But ultimately I want people to come out knowing and feeling like they are magical powerhouses and magical geniuses because you are. Yes. You know, like, so that Get is leverage on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the vision. Amazing. I love that. Um, let's talk money. Because my mm. family loves tap money. It's a taboo yes. in itself, and we're all about taboo here. What is your financial goal for this year? Oh, my financial goal. So, like, big picture, like I said, being yeah. able to leave my day job is would be wow that is this year accomplished i'm moving into my um second house annual perfections year um i'm currently leaving a jupiter year um so when i turn 25 in june i'll be moving into my second house year capricorn year and also saturn year so that's cool <laughs> and i'm excited for that so i really think shit's gonna kick off in the later half of of 2022 for me so yeah, big picture, my financial goal is to be able to support myself completely with yeah. my business. Um, and I would say big, lofty, um, you know, wow, that would be a fucking fantastic goal is to have like a 10K month. I know everyone's talking about the 10K yeah, month, the 10K so month, much. the 10K month, you this know, like, everyone's I don't know talking about it. Though. Yeah. I don't know if they're being, I feel like I've, I'm a projector in human design, so I can very, I, I just know things and I can really look into people. Mm. But I know when I'm looking at someone's post and it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and of course I don't get a follow, but yeah, it definitely does seem to be like the hype of like 10K months and join my mastermind to see how you can do it. And it's just like sieving through the people to yeah. know who, trust um but yeah I would love that as well I just love a 1k month to be honest <laughs> yeah I mean yeah that's the thing is that like at the moment um like with uh obviously people who've just joined Rosewitch Coven and because I'm doing payment plans um to try and create like a bit of stability for myself like I've gone from having you know no stable income to suddenly having like 350 pounds extra stable income a month for the next six months yes. you know and that's like just early bird so I'm already like wow I am actually kind of getting that um yeah usually I'm not one to like hop on to like oh yeah I want the 10k month blah, 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 blah. but the reason why is because um like my mentor Luna like like I said earlier 
um, they actually coached us through in their group program, um, like visioning for 2022, this at the end of 2021. And they were saying, you know, I really think that, you know, you guys can, can get a 10K month. And we were all like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Like, and they were kind of broke it down. And they said, well, you know, if you think about it, you know, if you aim for a hundred K for the year, you know, that actually gives you kind of two months leeway and you could technically take two months off if you made 10K. Yeah. And it really got me thinking about um, my own limiting beliefs about my capabilities, like my earning capabilities, um, especially because at the moment, like I work in the family business, like mm-hmm. my, my, I work with both my mum and dad. Um, so... I do have in like financial independence, but at the same time, it's also coming from my family. It's not being generated by me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I am being paid from the business. Um, so it's really got me thinking about my potential to actually pay myself more than that. Um, but I would say I would be elated. Yeah, I would, my main goal financially is to be able to leave my job. Yeah. Um, and earn more money from this with less work and more rest more pleasure (laughs) more pleasure more magic um and it's so funny because the thing that I think that would make the biggest difference for me when I you know can leave my job is I'm such a night owl like I stay up until like 2 3 a.m that is just really I get in my zone when it's dark at the moment, because I have to get up and go to work three days a week, I can't 100% get in the actual rhythm that like I want to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. So being able to sleep in and not have to get up at like half past eight is the most exciting thing that I can ever think of. Just have that. Um, that's, your, that's your big reason why. <laughs> and not have to worry, like just being able to sleep until my body wants to wake up. Yeah. You know? Um, that just feels so uh, radical and so freeing to me that I would be able to do that. Um, and I, it's so funny because whenever I think, you know, about how my life is going to look and people say, you know, how will it look when, you know, when you hit that goal? And that's all I have in my head. It's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be able to sleep in. Yeah, like, I love that. And it's, 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 it's small, but um, it's Big. working so far. It's, it's, it's keeping the vision there. I love that so much. <laughs> no, you have, <laughs> you are doing really well. And I can see that. I can feel that. And I would love to join you, Coven, I think, um, because I think what really has piqued my interest about you is just, how far you've gone in such a short space of time. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, I want a piece of that. Yeah. Done, kind of thing. And that's why and it's, it's an so, so important see, like... to show up as yeah. yourself. And if doing your weird shit, that works because it's piquing people's interests and you're getting your coins that way. So it's win-win for everyone. Mm. <laughs> and I think like, you know that that means so much coming from you as well because like you know we have known each other like quite a few months now and I, I, you know has it been a year I think it must have been a year I, it's probably coming up to about a, about a, about a year I'll check um there'll be some way to check I'll check on yeah I think there's probably I mean I messaged you on Instagram so we should be able to like go back to the first one 
scroll back through my Gemini voice notes. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, say just that. going, going, going. <laughs> and just like, oh, just a quick thing. And it's like 40 voice notes later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that does. Um, and I mean, to be honest, I'm like right there with people, like looking, going, like, did that happen? Like, <laughs> how did that happen? This is, you know, I wish I could. Um, it's only been relatively recently, the last couple of months, I've kind of looked back and gone, shit like wow that like how did I get here you know like when you're driving and you don't even realize that you're driving on autopilot and then you turn up and you're like oh my god and you're like shit I could have I could have just like killed someone back then I wouldn't even stop like you don't remember any of the journey yeah so weird that that's how I felt and it's really taken a lot to go okay no think what has been the things that you have done um and I think you know even going through and starting to create the course has been transformative for me because I've actually had to sit and think what are my most powerful tools what is the shit that has really um moved the needle and really kind of like upped my level um and as being someone who doesn't tend to focus on their success it's been like I've been forced to focus on my success which has been so validating and so empowering too I love it it's amazing um what's it gonna say yes yeah, so you honor all your success to the goddess mm-hmm. the venus yes <laughs> and it obviously works <laughs> obviously yeah, and I works. Think... it really does and yeah it's so exciting yeah. for you. it is and I think especially you know um it's something I I I try not to sound like I'm going around trying to convert people because I really don't want to do that but I am like you know whenever I I hear my friends talk about stuff and I'm like that sounds like an Aphrodite issue mate like you know (laughs) and it is it is like I am just it is hard to not like jump in and be like oh for fuck's sake just please just set up a fucking altar and just do it like you know and it is really hard because I do um and, and similarly, like, while I am, like, yeah, I credit my success to tapping into, like, Aphrodite and Aphrodisian energy, I think even just working with her has created such awareness in the world around me. Um, my, even just literally stuff that, you know, doesn't necessarily yield results as such, but I, my appreciation of beauty in other people has completely changed and I found that before I started working with Aphrodite intimately I was like super mean and like super judgmental about people yeah. that like um didn't win what I considered to be attractive or well put together and stuff and that has really kind of thrown um the doors open to me to really appreciate that but also um how it, important it is to reflect that intimacy back with people and really kind of share space with them um, and kind of hold them gently accountable. I think Aphrodite being um, what we call a virgin goddess and that's not in like, hasn't had sex way. Um, It's more in a sense within um, ancient Greek culture of being um, like to oneself and not being owned by anyone Um, you know not having to report to a father or a husband or anything like that so Aphrodite is considered autonomous to herself she is sovereign she is um staying in her own lane and that has been a massive thing of don't look at what anyone else is doing 
because it does not matter. Yeah. And all, you just we're all on our own journey. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, really trying to meet people where they're at um, has then kind of made that the universe is meeting me where I'm at. And I'm finding that through channeling aphrodisian energy and allowing it to really seep into every facet of my life I only get more of that back you know and it's like when I put that out into the world and I and it's not always easy don't get me wrong there are so many times I catch myself and I'm like you are fucking antithesis of aphrodisian energy right now you're just being a dick like you know <laughs> like <laughs> I catch it all the time like I'm not perfect but when I um you know really try and live by that maxim and really cement that um it's never failed me and it's only ever like literally this growth on Instagram that is if you literally look at that graph of shooting up, that is very much how I feel like my input of aphrodisian energy is. The more wow. that I tend to give to people, I just get it back yes. in unexpected, massively unexpected. And the more that I tune into that, the more I become aware of like the inherent um, abundance of my life and the love that I experience, the love that I have been gifted. Like, is um you know and literally sometimes and this is literally you know venus in cancer i do just sit and i cry about how loved i am and (laughs) i you know that is something that if you you know told me four years ago like you know height of depression couldn't get out of bed that you will one day be crying about how loved you are instead of crying like yeah, like nobody loves me. I do not have anything to bring to this world. And now to literally fast forward to now, and it does feel like it's fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, yeah, just wow. And this is why, you know, I feel so passionate about Aphrodite work and Aphrodisian energy work. And why I'm like, everyone can have something from it is because I'm like, when we orient ourselves back to Aphrodisian energy, and back to at a very extremely like base crude level love and that doesn't mean love in like a passive love and light like hi yeah. like, love and light sister like no <laughs> fierce <laughs> yeah fierce aggressive um protective raw love you cannot go wrong and even if I always say this to people who like say that I'm insane or whatever, because I think this shit works. <laughs> I'm like, even if this is complete bullshit, all I am doing is orienting myself back to connecting with my fellow humans and being aware of myself, being aware of the limitations that others place on me and of myself and developing compassion and developing love why is that a bad thing like who cares who cares if it's all bullshit through witchcraft i have become a better human yes i can a now get better out of human you know <laughs> like and for people to um dislike that and di- and sometimes even witches dislike 
the way that I go about that and about how I gift that and I'm the steward of that knowledge to other people I'm like why do you care why is why are people becoming more aware of their pleasure and of their inherent um worth and their magic why is that ever a bad thing you know so it's um it feels like I feel incredibly privileged to have been called well not called I'd say pushed um (laughs) to have been aggressively pushed into this pool not really having a choice but I wouldn't change anything for the world at all (laughs) and do you want children yes yes yeah again a couple of years ago I would say "Uh, no why (laughs) would you want that oh my god no um but um so when they ask like mummy what do you do or bring your parents to work day like oh yeah I mean class (laughs) yeah and I but I do think you know um I uh, one of the main things I'm excited about for when you know I inevitably have children at some point is being able to pass this shit down to my kids yeah like and I, I mean, Al, me and Alex have said before, you know, I can see this happening if, you know, we had a, a child who, you know, was designated as a girl when they were born. But more and more, I've been more, I've been like, this would actually be so cool if I had so many, not so many children, not having so many children, <laughs> but a couple of different kids and to see how this shit will actually play out yeah. for them and how they will take the tools that I've given them and probably completely change them and teach me so much like yeah, what they do with it especially if you've got yeah. loads of Uranus Aquarius in there they'll just put some weird innovative twist on things <laughs> yeah but also like me and Alex are so strange in our house we literally have a whole language together those kids are going to be so strange and I'm like I can't wait for those little weirdos uh-huh. like those little weirdos like and be like god where did that kid come from they are so strange like I can't wait like <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you've mentioned your offer and the car opens in a few days, 4th of February. Yeah, 4th of yes. February, um, it opens and yeah, it's going to be open for a month. So it's, it's going to close the 4th of March um, and then um, we start on March the 20th uh, for yeah, three months of uh, mentorship and then six months of community um so yeah it's gonna be I am so excited for it um and you know uh we already have like so many different backgrounds um so many different experience levels oh I've had a pop-up because that are you am I still okay yeah 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 sorry I just said your internet connection's unstable um yeah just having a variety of different like experience levels and stuff um it's already really got me like in the zone for it but I'm so impatient I'm like I want it to start now yeah. you know like but I'm like no people have to have the chance to buy it first so oh, that's um but yeah but also seeing how this first cohort is going to affect like the next ones and what I learned from it because even just the launch uh has taught me so much about myself so I am 
super excited and I'm sure I'll like listen back to this in like six months and be like you had no clue what was coming <laughs> I love at that. all I love um <laughs> and we'll have to like a follow-up in like a year or something and be like okay but you're right been- it'll be like three months okay Mel so I'll okay my what so much can people work one-to-one with you at all yes so um at the moment I am uh working one-to-one doing natal chart readings so I have like a general cosmic reading um and I've also got another um reading that (laughs) I wasn't actually planning to release yet but I've had like four people come and ask me for it so I guess it's kind of being soft launched yeah um called inner witch which is um basically we take a look at witch indicators in your natal chart and look at like what kind of witchcraft would lend well um and it's sort of like three quarters astrology one quarter sort of like witch mentorship so um you get to like pick my brain and I'll be like yeah I do a load of research beforehand and give exercises and whatnot that's um so it's it's fun it's fun um so I've got a couple of those booked in and I'm also going to be launching like straight up one-to-one magical mentorship sessions because I do have a lot of people that um, maybe just need some guidance but don't want to like hop on to like a three-month program yeah or um, sometimes folks you know want to know a little bit about Aphrodite um, but don't really know where to start sometimes they just want to know like a bit more info so those sessions are literally just to like you can pick my brain ask me whatever you want we can brainstorm stuff like um, so but again those are very much soft launching it just seems to be that with this huge influx of followers people have been like, hi, I'm looking for some magical mentorship. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you'll just have to know about this thing. So, <laughs> um, but also again, Gemini brain, I have so many ideas. So many ideas. Year. Just, oh my God, constantly. I'm just gonna have to, like a Patreon is gonna be coming as well. Yes. Um, because I do want to try and give people um, some more like uh, financially accessible ways to work with me um and similarly you know being able to again create that stability would be really great for my nervous system of knowing I have a certain amount (laughs) coming every month you know um but also yeah I love giving information and but I've also realized how unhelpful it is to be determined to give information away for like no energy exchange so you you pay me a little amount and I'm like great okay that's tick the box I've been paid for it fab okay great let me give you everything and you just because that's just they don't you then yeah you know you feel appreciated and I'm very much like I'm always uh checking in on my clients and bugging them and being like have you done this thing yet like (sighs) that's not even part of the service you don't pay for that like you just (laughs) it's just me being just yeah. being nosy, you know? Um, but yeah, so, and I think I'm very much, you know, when people work with me, I will become like your virtual cheerleader. Like I will, you, I'm going to be your biggest fan because having that insight and that intimacy with another person is like, you know, it's really m- my thing. Like it, it gets me going, you know? It, it, yeah, it I can tell. Up, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm literally beaming. Like, so well, you it, do um, have your son and mercury in seventh house of one-to-one partnership yes so literally what you just said then is your chart so perfect yeah Yeah. and (laughs) I think as well like with um Jupiter in the third as well it does um I know in whole sign I think um is my Uranus in the third as well I can't really remember um but I yeah 
I know that, you know, communication and having, you know, kind of weird ideas um, and being able to communicate them in a, in a unique way is like my thing, you know, and I really enjoy telling people stuff. And I know that you'll enjoy this as an astrologer. You tell people something in a, in a reading and you see like their jaw drop and you're like, like <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, like, <laughs> you know, but that is, uh, I think that's like basically like porn for astrologers, like just that of just you're being like, how did you know that? And you're like, say that again, please. <laughs> say it again, go on. Yeah. I'm just make spells with this energy. <laughs> uh, it's been so, so good talking to you today. Um, where can people find you? So your Insta, your Tumblr, <laughs> joking. Yeah, I don't your have website. a, I think I, I dropped Tumblr, I think about nine years ago when Tumblr was still like relevant. Um yeah, so you can find me um, on Instagram at the.aphrodisian.witch. Um, and I am also on TikTok, but I don't really like TikTok. Um, so you can follow me there. I don't know when I'm going to post that. Um, but also my mailing list, I drop loads of like mini guides and stuff on there to like sex magic. Yes, um, I'm on your list. I enjoy reading the lust letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lust letter. Yeah. Um, and yeah I think to be honest like you know my website's um theaphrodisianwitch.com um and obviously if anyone is listening to this and is like I want to know more about your program what you were talking about or any other things feel free to email me or drop me a message um but yeah you'll probably just find me I'll probably just pop up on your feed at some point you know if anyone's like what who is this person I seem to just pop up on people's reels like so Anyone you see with a yellow mullet, that's me, you know? <laughs> There's only one of you, baby girl. <laughs> yeah, don't find me, I'll find you. <laughs> Literally, with the way you've been going on. <laughs> now, it was really fun speaking you to, to you today, and thank you for accepting my invitation. I think we covered quite a lot there, and it was really good to <laughs> for me to pick your brain, because there's only so much you can say on one end of a voice note you know mm. so it doesn't really flow too much so I'm glad we've had this conversation and yeah. we'll probably have more conversations when I meet you in September away. yes <laughs> yeah oh that is just like the internet is magical I was just like, gonna say like Instagram is however you perceive Instagram is from your own lens I think it's amazing I love it yes I can spend too much time on it but I've I've altered it. I've unfollowed accounts. I've really, mm. you know, made sure it's a safe place for me for my mental and my mindset. But I've met mm. so many amazing people on there. You being one of them. I learned so much as well. I li- it is my favorite app. I love Instagram. I make money from yeah. it. I learn from it. I connect with others. It's amazing. And it's all yeah. about how you view it. So whatever's mm. going on in your brain, like, I hate Instagram, the algorithm hates me, the universe will be just like, okay, I'll prove it to you. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the algorithm's like, uh, yeah, I do. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I what? Suck. What are you going to do about it? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so you on yeah, things. the magic of the internet. I have literally, like, well, I've met so many fantastic people through this business. Um, but yeah, the magic of the internet. And now I have, like, like 12 internet friends coming to my wedding like my hand fasting in September like how cool is that you know Uh, that is magic that is witchcraft in action Mm -hmm. it definitely definitely is (laughs) so yeah as Vic said if you need to find her uh, Instagram is at the dot aphrodisian dot witch on Instagram 
probably by the time you see this, she's hit 10,000 and she has a little swipe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go check the follower account if you're listening to this. See what I'm on. (laughs) Fresh, fresh. Yeah, right now. What everyone else is doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tuesday, the 1st of Feb, 1843. You are 9703. So if you've got to the end of this, Go on there, have a refresh, see what she's at. <laughs> Say hello. She's amazing. She loves to chat. <laughs> yeah, I do. Very clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really, really appreciate it. I am so, so grateful. If you would like any more information, you can visit my website at mindfulnessmelanie.com or find me on Instagram at mindfulnessmelanie. Also, I would be so, so grateful if you could leave a review, an honest review. Let me know on Instagram, send me a screenshot and I will give you a 10% discount code on a reading. So thank you so, so much.